Eva, and I'm here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds to rate, comment, all greatly appreciated. So yes, we are finally discussing <laughs> Bel Air on this episode. Um, but before we get into it, really quickly, if you are looking out for my thoughts on suspicion, that is still coming. It's most likely not going to drop on a Wednesday. It's going to be like a bonus episode drop. So make sure you are subscribed on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on so that you get notified when it drops. And also going to do my warnings. This is going to be a spoiler filled show. (laughs) This is not going to be your normal like recap. I'm just going to highlight the things that I want to talk about. It is just me, meaning I can go all over the place. I can repeat myself, like all the things, let there be grace. But um, (laughs) I've like totally went off script. So we'll just leave it at that. There will be spoilers. It is just me. We're going to get into it. So we are finally discussing Bel Air, which apparently a lot of people did not know that it was a reimagining and not necessarily a um, reboot of the classic Fresh Prince, which starred starred Will Smith and a lot of other familiar faces that we, some of us grew up with in the 90s, seeing the sitcom on screen. This was actually a reimagining or so a couple of years ago, a trailer dropped and it was like, this is the reimagining of what like if the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was a drama and it was dropped by independent filmmaker um, Morgan Cooper. And I remember when it dropped, I watched the trailer. I was like, oh, that would be so cool. And then, you know, Will Smith got word or saw it. It was like literally trending everywhere. And then next thing you know, it's being developed by Will Smith's um, production company, which I believe it starts with a W. I cannot think of it at the moment. It will come to me at some point, but it's produced by his company, was picked up by Peacock. Spoiler alert, it has already been renewed for season two. So like, had this not already been renewed for season two, like that finale would have been problematic a little bit, but you know, it is what it is. But um, it stars a ton of fresh faces, faces that I have really seen, some faces that may be familiar to some, Um, but we have Jabari Banks who is starring as Will in this episode. I have to, or in this episode, in the show, I have to say the casting, hands, hand claps, finger snaps all around. Like when it's first dropped, I think one of the things that people immediately took note of was like how literally the whole cast is dark skinned. Um, Jabari, I mean, you, He's on the on the lighter side of everyone else, but like everyone else is just like so much melanin. I kind of talked about this and um oh my gosh, what was the episode that I discussed before this one? Oh, Bridgerton. Um, I was talking about how like I want to see more like melanin, or maybe it's because I've been watching Bella or whatever. But anyway, like love to see it on the screen. Um, but again, we had Jabari Banks playing Will, uh, Cassandra Freeman playing Vivian Banks. Ali Shalotin playing Carlton, Coco Jones playing Hillary Banks, Akira Akbar playing Ashley Banks, 
Simone Joy Jones playing Lisa, Adrian Holmes playing Philip, Jordan L. Jones playing Jazz, and Jimmy Akinbola as Jeffrey. And like I said, like everyone looked so good on the screen. Like oh, I just love when like the lighting's right. Like everyone's just like the dark, the the melanin is glistening on screen. Some shows get it right. Some shows <laughs> really do try. Like everyone looked good on screen. The styling, although like all of it wasn't my style. Like particularly um, Hillary's style would not be my style. But like everyone looked good and what they had them wearing. I have to say Jazz. Jazz and Will, as Will probably should. But their outfits were just like, every time they were on screen, it was just like, outside of when Will was like in his basketball uniform. <laughs> but every time they were on screen, it was just like, they were so stylish and it was very, very noticeable. And it was just like, oh, oh, I don't know, I loved it. I loved everything about the look of it. Not gonna lie, going into this, cause you know me, in the first episode, I was like, oh, this a little, this a little bit slow. I think it took, uh, took a little bit for me to get like, which is normal. Um, if you listen to me discuss like any other new shows, it takes me a little bit to like warm up to the characters. And I thought I was gonna have a problem. I don't know why, like warming up to these characters. I thought it was gonna take a little bit longer, but like probably, five, 10 minutes in, I was like, okay, okay, I'm, I'm in it. I feel it. I get it. So really no complaints there. Um, one of the things that was happening, there was a lot of, um, what's the word? I'm trying to think of the right word to describe this. There was just a lot of talk on the interwebs and social media about some of the casting. People had problems with Carlton who was Catherine Carlton. I thought all, all of these kids are gorgeous kids. On the show, off the show, anyone who had problems are talking about or putting a highlight or a flashlight or a spotlight. There we go. Putting a spotlight on their own insecurities because I thought everyone looked amazing and I just didn't understand why um, that would be a complaint. Um, the other, and I also saw people like complaining about who's Casper Lisa. I'm like, you guys, do you guys not understand that these are, they're playing 16 year olds? First of all, let's just, let's just stop there. They're playing 16 year olds. So any type of sexualizing that you want to do with 16 year olds, it's concerning. And you probably need to go talk to somebody and not watch a show center, centered around high schoolers, family, but also mostly high schoolers. Like, what are we even talking about? It was, it was just, this is one of, because, you know, it's Bel Air. It's based off of a very, very, or it's reimagined from a very, very, I have to keep saying reimagining because apparently people didn't realize that it wasn't a reboot. It was like supposed to be a drama. I just did not understand that either. But, you know, not everyone watches or reads everything. I mean, I don't even read everything anymore. But, like, I still went into this knowing it was going to be drama and it was not going to be comedy. But anyway, so, um, yeah, I just think that it was concerning. People were talking about, uh, Ollie who played Carlton, um, talking about Lisa or Simone who plays Lisa, like how she looks. Um, and also of course saw like, I'm trying to think if there was anyone else. Of course we were talking about Coco Jones, but it's like, again, sexualizing, 
her, which was just like, I mean, I guess she had the moment where she kind of like fed into the narrative of like trying to be, I can't remember what they, what term they gave it when she was living in the house and like she was recording her lingerie or whatever. I mean, she kind of opened that door or they kind of opened that door with that storyline. But like, even before we got there, people were still just like, oh my gosh, do you, are you guys, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then of course this show is like, oh, that's what I was saying. Of course this show is very popular because of what is like the source that is based on. And so literally everyone was talking about the show. Everyone I know is watching the show. I don't know anyone who's not watching Bel Air. So like, I literally don't know anyone who's not watching Bel Air. Makes no sense. So let's get into the actual show. So one of, and again, we're not recapping. I'm just going to highlight some of the things that I want to talk about. Because if we recap, then we just go on and on and on and on. And we all watch the same thing. So one of the things I want to talk about, which was, was a hot topic, was the kind of love triangle that we had initially going on. There's, there's a couple of topics that I want to hit on. And then we're going to talk about what I want to see in season two. And then we're going to wrap it up. So the first thing I want to hit on is the triangle between Lisa, Will, and Carlton. So I don't know. I, I'm conflicted about this one and I can see both sides of this. I can, I can, for the most part, if you listen for a while, you know, I can see both sides of the situation. But if you've listened for a while, then you know, I particularly have strong feelings about like people doing either their family dirty or their, um, like really good friends dirty. Like I just don't like those types of storylines. This one was a hard one because again, I could see both sides of it. In the beginning, I felt some type of way about it. I think once we got to the to the point where Carlton and Will kind of talked it out and kind of put it to rest, it was like, okay, but it's still kind of like they're lingering because it's like, you guys are still cousins. But I watched a... Um, so Jabari Banks was on The Breakfast Club and this came up. And then I was like, okay, I can understand where he's coming from because it's never really, as you're watching it, I guess you don't really think of it this way. But what he said was like, he he was asked if he thought that it was wrong for Will to date Lisa knowing that she dated Carlton, who was his cousin. And he was saying no, because they weren't close they didn't really talk like that. He's essentially coming into a situation where when he met Lisa, which is was my my initial thing was like, okay, when he met Lisa, he didn't know that Lisa and Carlton dated. But then once he found out, then it should have been like, okay, maybe we should put the brakes on it, which he does kind of do. Then of course it gets messy because you know, what's the drama without some mess? But um, again, when, they, when he first got to Bel Air, it was kind of like, oh, what up, cuz? What up, cuz? Like, it wasn't really anything close. Carlton did some shitty things to him when he first got there. <laughs> it was just like, it kind of like asked to, if you're like, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't date, or he shouldn't talk to Lisa in the beginning. As the series starts, or the season starts going, you're like, oh, okay, I don't really feel that bad for Carlton, for, um, because Will is dating Lisa. So you can see from that angle, but also from the angle of like, yeah, they're family, but they're not close. He hasn't really seen, and we find this out as the season develops, like he hasn't really seen um, them 
that much. And apparently since like he was younger, because he talked about how Vivian um, barely came to Philadelphia. And I think he said it was a, long, a while before he, between the time he last saw her and the present. So like when you take all that into consideration, it's like, ah, uh, okay. Then it's, then we bring in the the fact, because um, you guys know, again, if you listen for a while, that I am a fan of, like, I love to see camaraderie. <laughs> so I think the thing that, that, like, really stressed me out the most about um, this season was the fact that Carlton and Will were just, like, at odds pretty much the entire time until about a little over halfway through. And like, I get it, Carlton's going through anxiety. I thought the thing that I love about this um, show and the reason why I love talking about like shows that are that that are based around teenagers is because usually a lot of times, for the most part, at least the ones that I do discuss for the most part, <laughs> center around real issues and big issues that I feel like should be highlighted to like shed light on the fact that these kids are going through actual things. Yes, a TV show, but like still, um, I don't have kids. I always say this, I don't have kids, but I feel like if I did have kids, <laughs> I would be one of those parents. I don't even know. I always think about this. I'm like, I don't even know what kind of parent I would be. I feel like I would be between like worried, sick, <laughs> and like almost being a helicopter parent to being like, trying not to be a helicopter parent so then that hopefully they won't like do the wrong things. I don't know. It's I don't, all you parents out there, I don't know how you do it, but kudos to you, especially the parents with teenagers. But anyway, um, so I like that they highlighted a lot of, um, real issues like anxiety, a lot, a lot of people in general people, but especially like younger people are dealing with a lot of anxiety, like, even more so, and I don't know if it's because it's just being um, talked about and discussed more openly than it used to be, but like, it just seems like just <laughs> this entire, the entire generation is just a generation of anxious people or live anxious people, because uh, that makes it seem like I'm like not belittling, but like not putting as much weight on it as I think it deserves to have. But like people are dealing with shit. <laughs> and I think we forget that especially teenagers, like so much is happening in this moment of time. And also when you consider the external factors, like, yeah, when I was a teenager, there were external factors, but like the external factors that I had, if I did something wrong, it didn't end up on social media the next day or if for some reason there was bullying going on, like there wasn't some, it didn't continue once the kid got home. Whereas today, if a kid is being bullied, like it continues with they get, when they get home because they can be be getting bullied online. So there's just a lot of things. So, um, and then there's also this idea of pressure, pressure that we put on ourselves, especially like when you're a teenager, you're like, depending on what kind of teen you are, <laughs> If you're a very ambitious teenager, you probably put all this pressure on yourself. But then also you have external pressures, like pressure from your parents, pressures from your siblings, depending on if you're like the oldest or something like that. Pressure from your 
teachers, depending on like what you do at school, pressure from like a team and stuff like that. So like, there's all these things. And plus your their kids, again, they're going through like all these changes, um, physically, mentally developing, and then they have all these external pressures being put on them. And then also uh, just like being alive during this time, like <laughs> why would they not have anxiety? So <laughs> all that to say, I appreciated the storyline for Carlton and Dylan anxiety. I want to go a little further. We're probably going to do kind of like a mix of like what happened slash what I want to see in the in the next season. I want them to go a little further because like we can tell their family, like his family knows he has anxiety issues, but it's kind of like no one's really dealing with it. And maybe they dealt with it in like the past and it was like some big thing. And it's kind of like at this point they think it's behind them because maybe Carlton's just really good at hiding it. But now it looks like Will is there. Will was was like trying to shoulder a lot of it, but like I don't know. I just want to see some more like family <laughs> involvement with his anxiety. Um, but I almost like oh my gosh on the finale when um, Will ran off and Carlson was looking for him. Like this is I haven't shed a tear at all for this for this show, but I literally oh my gosh was like. Oh my gosh, I cannot watch this. Like, literally, immediately, tears in my eyes was when Carlton um, went to Lisa's house and he was um, looking for a will. And he, what did he say? I don't think I wrote it down because I didn't take notes because I didn't binge it. But he said something along the lines of, like, um, he's the only one who, like, never left me or something like that. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, immediately welled up tears I was like oh. <laughs> that was the one line that got me this entire this entire season but yeah so there was that storyline um I think it's interesting that Hillary is this very social media because you know the day the time that we're in someone's got to be social media focused but I thought it was interesting that that was the path that we're taking her down and also the fact that her and Jazz actually have a close relationship um, in this reimagining of this story. And I think it's interesting. And I want to see more of it and more because, like, you can see them both, like, giving each other nuggets to, like, make each other better. Because Jazz comes from a very completely different world than um, Hillary. While Will does too like he's family so like you can be like oh whatever i'm not gonna let's see you but like there's just something and there's like a level of respect that you can see that hillary has for jazz which is very interesting even to the point that she won't even tell him that like she had didn't get out that contract and she's still in that house i don't know i think their um their relationship is very interesting the character that Car carucci is playing i can't remember her name i don't know how i feel about her <laughs> moment because I caught that look that I mean we all caught the look because Hillary caught the look that um she gave Jazz and like their little um exchange that they happened and then the fact that Jazz like pushed her into or pushed Hillary into like kind of like going the entrepreneurial route and taking on 
um, Karuchi's, I need to figure out what that girl's name is in the show, <laughs> taking on her character as a client, but also like being positioned in a way to be like, oh, think of her as a partner. I don't know. That's very interesting. I want to see what happens with that because I feel like there's, there's some potential for some drama there. Um, but we shall see. <laughs> um, who else? Okay, let's talk about Jeffrey because I started the season later than everyone because it was dropping weekly and you guys know how I feel about weekly stuff but then I was like there's no way I can can wait until the end of the season to binge it just based on how many people I knew who was watching the show I was like there's just no way I'm it's going to be spoiled for me so I I think I was like a week behind um when I first started watching the show or maybe two weeks no no I think I was about two weeks behind um and it was literally like all up and down all my timelines and I was just like oh my gosh okay I gotta watch this because there's there's no way there's no way I'm not gonna get spoiled um but the one thing I kept seeing was everyone being like what does Jeffrey do he ain't picked up a a pot or pan he ain't clean nothing I immediately when I first when I sat down and watched it was like he's a house manager like how does no one understand what he is I think he even says it when he introduces himself to Will in the first episode so I was so confused why people didn't understand what but I mean I guess not if people thought that it was supposed to be a reboot because you know apparently no one knew that that it wasn't but <laughs> I thought that was so weird but the thing that I liked about this this version of Jeffrey is like it's so mysterious but there's, there's, what's the word? There's depth there. <laughs> like there's so much more that you want to learn because there's like a mis, um, um, she, a sheen of mystery. I don't know. There's some type of like mysterious covering over him. And it's so much you want to learn about him. But you're also like super fascinated because he's just, he's like a fixer. But you're also like, but like what is going on in your actual life? And how did you get here? Like, I want to know that story. And we know, like, we kind of get a little bits and pieces of it when him and um, Phil are arguing towards the end before essentially <laughs> Jeffrey quits and, and Phil essentially fires him in a way. I mean, they kind of all happened at the same time. Um, but we kind of get that when, um, during that whole last art exchange that they had where he was talking about, oh, you felt the reason why you um, told Will about his father, like gave him the information about his father is because you felt guilty about what happened with your, I don't know if he said son or child, I think he said son. And I'm just like, I want to know what's going on with Jeffrey. <laughs> I got a lot of questions. That was interesting. I also thought it was interesting that, because like, and I saw complaints about this as well online, but the fact that Ashley, um, might have some questions about her I don't want to say sexuality which essentially that's what it boils down to but like she's the Ashley at this point of time in the show is so so young um she's just questioning like who a question is I don't even think it's a question of who she's attracted to because I think she knows who she's attracted to but I don't think we know fully like how she feels because she kind of sort of sort of talks about it. But like there are so many characters in the show and Ashley is so much younger than everyone that 
we just aren't spending a lot of time with her. And I think there's definitely a lot more to delve in with her. But the time that we do get to see with her, like, clearly we don't know. And I, cause I don't want to like put her in a box. Cause we really, cause I don't think she ever said what she is. And I don't even think she put herself in a box, but like, we know she had a crush on her one, um, girlfriend but then we also saw that clearly her other friend the, the little the boy <laughs> had feelings for her but she just did not see it so I don't know I think I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with Ashley but I saw people complain about it like because you know the world is 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 crazy at the moment um it's like oh, why do they have to put for them um, it's like oh my gosh guys like literally all these things are going on in the, in the world and like it would make sense that it would be something that would be talked about in some type of way or portrayed in some type of way on on a TV show. Because if it's not, it's just not realistic of what is happening in the world today. That's my two cents on it, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, what else? Bill was running for DA. That was interesting. You guys know I love a little politics. Um, but of course, he ends up dropping out because... It was going to be exposed what he did in order to get Will out of jail and bring him to um, L.A. And I I don't know. I love this because I was like one of the one of the clips from like the Fresh Prince that's always shared around is the moment that Will has between Phil. And like they've always had like in the Fresh Prince, like the com the actual the comedy, the original, um, they've always had like a kind of contentious um relationship and there's always a lot of back and forth but there was always love there um and so I thought it was great to see kind of like that progression of their relationship um in this reimagining between Will and Phil but also like even though everything goes to shit at the end, at the end but essentially like he was really acting as like a, a father figure for Will because Will didn't really have that in his life and I thought that was um, sweet, especially when, because when we first, or when Phil first gets to Bel Air, like, it seems like Phil doesn't want, want him there, but, like, he quickly warms to him, and, like, everyone quickly warms to Will, and, like, sees, like, this kid is really, really special, which is, like, so interesting when, like, people can immediately see that in someone, and it's just, like, and they don't want him to go. Even Carlton warmed up to him, which, let's go back to Will and Carl Carlton, because, like... <laughs> The whole beginning part, like when they were going back and forth and like um, when Will first got to the school and like saw how he acted around his white friends and let them say all types of words they should not be saying in front of him and not reacting. And it was also interesting to see because like if you think about the Fresh Prince, like Carlton was always kind of geeky. He wasn't really popular and him and Will for the most part... Um, yeah, they had their moments, but for the most part, they were they were really close. Um, and so it was interesting to see, like, that dynamic and see them kind of, like, growing. And I'm sure in their future they're going to have their issues, but, like, their family and, like, there's, like, a bond there now. And I'm excited to see how their relationship grows because I love stuff like that. I really do. I really, really, really do. That's why I was so happy when um, they had the moment... Um, they had they had a couple of moments. I think the moment at the um, dinner when Carlton was supposed to read the poem with Lisa, and then he like ended up taking 
drugs and he couldn't. And so that was a moment him and Will had, which is like a premature moment in a way because it didn't really fix anything or everything. But I think the moment that really was kind of like, because they had a few moments after that, but the moment that really was like, huh, a turnaround, Royal Carlton, like, because I think Royal Carlton, he's dealing with like anxiety, but I, he also, I think one of the things that's part of his anxiety is this feeling like, and I get this, which is probably why, I don't know, this is probably why I'm like, oh, I kind of have a soft, spark for, a soft spot for Carlton, but um, where you like kind of feel like someone's going to take your, not take your place, but like you always feel like you're in a state of competition and you don't, you always have to be number one. You can't let anyone take your place. If it even feels like they're going to take your place, like you start to like get in this competitive mode of like, how can I take this person out? I get that. I a thousand, a hundred percent get that. Um, and so I think that's why I have a soft spot for him. But I think that moment that they had in the room um, later on, which I can't remember what happened. Oh, it was after church when um, Carlton couldn't, like he literally had an anxiety attack when he was supposed to sing at church. And then they had that moment in the room and like literally like for like uh, stripped down, like wasn't even about anything, but checking up on like, we'll check it up on Carlton and be like, how are you? If you need me, if you even think about taking drugs, no, you can come to me. Like, oh, and I think that was a turning, like the, the real turning moment for Carlton. I was just like, oh, you guys know I'm a sap for those types of things. <laughs> what else have we not talked about? Oh, Will's father. Okay. This was a little bit irritating <laughs> to me because I was just like, why can't they tell this boy what is going on with his father? Like this was being dragged out. Like we knew that the finale was going to be, re the reveal was going to be who is Will's father. And that's essentially what happened. All the the only guests I saw all around the interwebs and in real life, <laughs> even my father, who was like, I bet you Will Smith gonna be the one to play his father. That's, that's my father's voice. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. I don't see it. I mean, like, I guess, but like, I think that would be too obvious. So when we finally do see who Will's father is, is Marlon Wayans. Which is a surprise, but like Marlon Wayans be doing drama sometimes. Like he does drama. He does. I feel like a lot of the most, actually, yeah, no, a lot of the his very very recent things have been drama, more on the drama side, not necessarily on the comedy side. But like that was the other moment. I said I only had one moment where I shed a tear. That was another moment where I was like, oh my gosh, like the exchange between Will and his dad, like. At first, you're like, okay, it's contentious or whatever. Like, Will's pissed off as he has every right to be. He just found out his family, essentially, these people who he look up to, who he, who he trusts, has been lying to him. But also, like, finds out that his father literally had the opportunity to reach out to him and didn't. So, like, you can see all that in the, in, when they immediately meet which is fine. But then you kind of, you come back, you see him on the couch, they're like laughing and stuff. You're like, oh my gosh, like, maybe, you know, this is going to be the start of something. I don't know. You're like, I don't know how to feel in this moment. And then his father talks about his mom and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is about to turn <laughs> into an explosion. And literally it does. It was so tense. 
Oh my gosh, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so uncomfortable. Someone please come in her room and break this up. I don't even understand. That scene was like intense. But um, yeah, and everyone's like, oh, like if you see all the articles, everyone's like, oh, so surprised by Marlon Wayans. And I was like, I mean, I, I guess, again, not everyone, Eva, not everyone watches everything and like reads everything. So, you know, maybe they don't know. I was just like, no, it was good. It was a great scene. Um, I think there is definitely opportunity for future stories around their relationship because there is definitely a lot to work through. But that leads us to what happened. Oh, I need to talk about Vivian. And um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Reed. Okay, put a pin in the finale. And we're going to talk about Vivian and Reed. Because as soon as I saw Michael Ely walk up on that screen, I said, oh my gosh. <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> Viv, don't do it. Run. Turn. Don't even don't even say hi to that man because he will have you in his bed within seconds. Like it's like as soon as you see Marco Ely, it's like there's there's no good that's coming from this. And so you see, and Phil caught up on game because he's like, wait a minute, you saw him step in. And then he kind of disappeared for a little bit. But then at the end, Vivian like was like, Oh, I need your help or whatever. And you're like, oh my gosh. Whew. I don't know what them storylines gonna be in season two, but Vivian girl, I think you just you just opened up a door that you probably didn't want to. Like I don't think that they would actually have it'd be a situation where Vivian cheats. But like I think there's definitely some like emotional something that could be happening happening because you know, she's an artist, very emotional um artists are emotional beings but also the fact that the one who kind of showed up to even push her outside of will who to even push her back into doing art was reed so like there's definitely going to be something going on there may not be physically might be more emotionally but like vivian girl i got my eye on you and i'm and i'm gonna hold out a prayer <laughs> that you can resist because i don't know but anyway back to the finale so um Pretty much where we leave off is like, Will is in disarray. He don't know what he want to do. Like he done ran away. Um, and it was kind of like a full circle moment because we see him at the place where Jazz first stopped when he drove him into Bel Air, um, where, he, where he could see the Hollywood sign. And Jazz shows up there and kind of like repeats what he said in the very beginning to be like, but he kind of, but he turned it because, um, Will was like, well, you're the one who said that this place will make me forget who you are. But like, Jazz was like, use us. I just love this teachable, this Jazz who's like very insightful, has very good words of wisdom for everyone. He kind of just shows up at the right moment. <laughs> it's just like, no, let me give you some words of encouragement. I don't know. But um, he essentially like looks at him. He's like, so what you want to do? Like, it's all like, it's all up to you. This moment, what you do next is going to be on you. And I was just like, oh, God. Jazz, you're so good. You're so good in this. Like, I really do love, like, when he shows up because he always has something good to say. So, yeah. So, that's where we left off. Um, again, we have a season two. Definitely, there's so much more to explore um, with the story. And you can kind of see, like, some of the inspiration of, like, some of the storylines that probably happened in the original and kind of, like, how they use that to make it a little more dramatic. Um, but yeah, I just want to see more. 
in general. But yeah, I want to see more Jazz. I want to see us get a little bit more of Ashley um, and see how we how we explore that storyline. Also, Will had a friend at school on a basketball team. We kind of saw him a couple of times, but like, are they actually friends, friends? Like, who are Will's friends? Well, you know I love me a good friend group. Can we get a friend group going on? <laughs> like, some interactions there. Um, what does that look like? Maybe with, with Will, like, I don't know what I want to do. Maybe he'll be out in the streets in L.A. And he finds some more. I don't know. I just want to see a friend group because, you know, that could be interesting. Um, definitely going to see some drama between Vivian, Reed, and Phil for sure. Especially now that Phil's going to be home more because he is not running for DA. He dropped out of the race. Um, so he can spend more time with his family. want to see where Hillary goes with her with her entrepreneurial skills, uh, and Lisa, like, I don't know what I want to see from Lisa. Cause she's a very interesting character. You guys know how I feel about young, uh, like high school relationships. Cause it's like, you're in high school. You have your entire life <laughs> ahead of you. Don't, don't lock it down at that moment. Um, but yeah, also want to see more just like camaraderie between Will and Carlton and even them like getting into the trouble together. I don't know. We'll love to see some of that as well. But yeah, definitely a lot of opportunity. Excited that there is a season two. Excited to see what we do or what they do in season two. But I want to know what you guys thought about Bel Air. Bel Air. <laughs> Let me know all your thoughts. Let me know what you want to see in season two. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at Currently Benjamin on Instagram and at Currently Benjamin Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.